0: Hello everyone. This is Tech Fowler and welcome to my live stream. Thank you for joining me on this Friday night. Um, let's go ahead and see who's already joined. Brian Lowe. He's here for the pixel information. Welcome. Welcome. Bob Bordino. He said he can't wait to see the stream. Hey, you're here. Ralph Kinner, Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Barry Johnson. Hi. Jeff Hales, blessing to you as well. Bradley later. hey, welcome, welcome, Island Boy. <laughs> Charles CDT, welcome. Yes, you made it on time. <laughs> so um, I didn't stream last week because of Hurricane Ian and Um, I I do have to say that I feel really, really appreciative of technology because we didn't have lights or internet for a while. And um, being without that, I was basically bored. Um, But I feel appreciative because I know that other places are still having no power, especially South Florida, but also places like Puerto Rico as well. So they were devastated by Maria five years ago and then Fiona this year and it like they're going through it and they don't have power a lot of places still don't have power and it's just really sad so I just wanted to take that time to reflect and just say that uh, you know I'm just really grateful grateful to be here with you guys and uh, just grateful for all the things that I have so I just wanted to say that uh, let's see who else has joined Raymond William, welcome, welcome. Gerald Miller Jr., welcome to the live stream. Holla at your boy, welcome, welcome. Uno nice, welcome. Our dog, hello, hello. Okay, that's everybody so far. Um, so let's get started with uh, tooting my own horn. So I do uh, have links to uh, about four videos that I have done since the last live stream. And uh, one of them was the case for Caseborn. So Armadillo Tech Caseborn. I did that with with my husband's um, Pixel, not Pixel, iPhone 14 Pro Max. And then I also used it to do camera showdowns so I did camera showdowns between that between that one and the iPhone 11 Pro Max and the S22 Ultra. So if you haven't checked that out, uh, definitely recommend for you guys to check it out. They're not very long, but it is pretty um, indicative uh, of what you'll get because I don't edit it in post or anything like that. I just put it on there um, with basically labeling so that you know which is which. So definitely check that out when you get a chance. Michael Brown, welcome. Jason, welcome. So we have a few things to talk about today. So let's go ahead and move along. Um, So the first thing that I'm going to share is technology and the media and the movie that i want to talk about is in time so it's free to watch on youtube it's a movie that came out in 2011 and it's a really cool movie and i found a cool article that talks about it kind of like gives a summary but doesn't um give away the ending of the movie and then kind of puts it into perspective as well so let me know in the chat if you've seen the movie called in time Uh, with Justin Timberlake and I think it was Amanda Siegfried. I think that's her name. Oh, Siegfried. Um, So yeah, let me know in the chat if you've seen this movie and also if you liked it or not. What in time movie teaches us about blockchain? A man who dares to waste an hour of time has not discovered the value of life. Charles Darwin. In Time is a thought-provoking movie based on a cutting-edge concept. Time replacing money as a universal currency and being transferable between people. The story is set in a future dystopian Los Angeles where people are genetically engineered to stop aging when they are 25 years old, being automatically given a one-year countdown digital watch which runs out of time if not recharged. People are then forced to earn and spend minutes in order to survive longer, and time becomes definitely the unique currency of exchange. This new paradigm could make us all think that all the wealth-related problems are solved by stopping using money as a means of trade, but no. The film has a dramatic thrilling side as divisions between classes become more evident on based in become more evident on the base of this new currency time time is being stolen by thieves minutes are being traded criminal activities increase some people own one or more lifetimes while others are struggling and rushing to survive a few seconds more we hope this extreme situation will never take place but this story teaches us something about the way we consider money money is just a mean we use in exchange for having goods or services if we exchange the mean the results remains the same what makes goods expensive and some other cheap is just their availability in comparison to the market demand days hours and minutes are a convention of digits adopted globally to help setting events however time is a sensitive subjective concept if you doubt, ask a marathon runner how he or she feels during the really last seconds of his or her race. Both money and time are countable, but there are substantially different differences. You cannot get back time you lost, at least with the current state of technology. This is the mind blowing concept of this movie, shifting the paradigm from a currency that has no intrinsic value To one that is precious for human beings. Does this sound familiar to a crypto family? But can this movie star by Justin Timberlake teach us about tokenization of assets? If we go a bit further, the pre-Bitcoin movie of 2011 anticipates some interesting concepts. A new asset class, time. This new asset acquires intrinsic value and becomes the only valuable currency which is influenced by its scarcity. The time total supply is fixed by the number of existing human lives total the number of humans times 26, where a lot of them are HODL until you turn 25. Um, they are unlocked, they are not unlocked. Next is time economics. If we think about economics of this class, we can understand how the price of this asset fluctuates and why time seems to have such a big manipulated inflation. A coffee goes from 3-minute cost to a 4-minute cost within 24 hours. That is a 33% in 24 hours. Couple of takeaways. In Time represents the futuristic society, near future, by the way, where valuable exchange is backed by a limited supply of time. The movie was released before Bitcoin became famous and before the boost of altcoins, ICOs, and tokens, but it still deals with a lot of current concepts related to alternative values. Without trying to understand the eventual philosophical implications, of such a radical scenario, we could learn a lot of basic concepts related to tokenizing value, the implications of scarcity in a centralized and decentralized market, and even some learnings about tokenomics or even possible attacks that the system can face. Hacking accounts, 51% attack. And about what it's still to come what if we could trade our assets by a simple fast transparent peer-to-peer transaction as time is transferred from a person to another one in this movie and without backing it with the money another physical commodity or any other asset class can we imagine a system where money is useless or furthermore can we imagine a system where different types of units of accounts that store value including money coexist so essentially basically what this article is talking about is when uh what we're going through right now going through the how do i explain it the the changing of tokens tokenization um, Bitcoin things like that um, are we really making things even are we making things fair because basically in the movie in time they thought that they solved the problem by giving people a digital a digital counter and exchanging goods and services with that but all it did was just create another different type of class system one that seems to be more volatile than others. And basically this movie is basically, uh, sorry, this article is saying to think twice about using Bitcoins. Is it really decentralized or are we just heading towards another type of a goods and service exchange where there's going to be another different type of class system? So let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. So Jason said that he hasn't seen it. Like I said, it's free. I put the link um, to the movie in the description and show notes. um, And it's really, really good. I, I, I highly recommend it. Jerome says that he watched it but only seen a little bit of it. Uh, Raymond Williams says that he has watched this movie. Hello, Spectacular Gadgets. Welcome. Let's see what else you guys have to say about this movie. Hello, Malik Austin. Welcome. Hey, Easy Computer Solutions. Welcome. Uh, Jerome said, this is a good breakdown of the movie and reality at the same time. Yes, I found it really interesting, especially it's kind of like a cautionary tale, you know, about the class divide and how money is just a means of goods and services. And if we just replace the money aspect into time, it doesn't solve the problem. What it does, it just creates another currency. But um there isn't it isn't making anything fair essentially Septian Patterson welcome he said in time that was a good movie watched it many moons ago yes many moons ago hello Bionisco welcome uh Bob and Bardino says that he will be watching the movie awesome Jerome Miller Jr. said problem is society dictates things like this so I think it's just inevitable for it to be a great than a fail yeah I know it's hard to get away from that I mean for since the beginning of time there's always been a class disparity but essentially it's just saying don't be tricked by Bitcoin to think that it's a class that it's a class evening because it's not, you know. Malik said that he's always wanted to see it and he'll make time. Yes, especially since it's free on YouTube. Hello, tech for your needs, welcome. Bobby Mordino says, the movie sounds like it shows how greed in all people, no matter what is being traded. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the reality of it. Hello, Johan. Welcome to the chat. Uh, Septian said, remember when you had to pay for more data, only rich people had unlimited? Yikes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. And now it's a little bit more affordable because of the demand and the availability of it. Our dog says that was a good movie. Tech Fairney says he'll be watching it this weekend for sure. Awesome, great. All right, so let's move on to the next article So deep fake tech allows Bruce Willis to return to the screen without ever being on set. Die Hard star, who stepped away from acting after an aphasia diagnosis, sold his rights to allow a digital twin of himself to be created. Bruce Willis has become the first Hollywood star to sell his rights to allow a digital twin of himself to be created for use on screen. Using deep fake technology, the actor appeared in a phone advert without ever being on set after his face was digitally transplanted onto another performer. Willis allowed US firm Deepcake, which makes tw- digital twins, to use, to use his face. In a statement on its website, Willis said, I like the precision with which my character turned out. It's a mini movie in my usual action comedy genre. For me, it is a great opportunity to go back in time. In the event of modern technology, even when I was on another continent, I was able to communicate, work and participate in the filming. It's a very new and interesting experience. And I thank our entire team. Stars from our past eras could be brought to life on screen. While there have been warnings that deep fake technology could be used to spread political disinformation, in Hollywood it opens up the possibility that actors could star in films after they die. It also means ultimately stars from past errors could be brought to life on screen. The technology has already been used in Star Wars spinoff to recreate the younger selves of actors. Earlier this year, it was announced that Willis was stepping away from acting after he was diagnosed with aphasia, which causes a person to have difficulty with language or speech. According to the NHS, people with aphasia often have trouble reading, listening, speaking, or writing. A statement from his family earlier this year, we wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. This is a really challenging time for our family, and we're so appreciative of your continued love, compassion, and support. Willis, 67, has appeared in over 70 films, including action hero John McClane, in the Die Hard films. So I think that this is a good use of deep fake especially because there's consent involved and the person is alive to make that decision to be used with deep fakes. Um, especially the fact that, you know, Bruce Willis is going through a really difficult time in his life with his health. Um I'm, I'm actually happy for him that he is able to still, you know, provide for himself, provide for his family with deepfakes. Um, and I hope that other stars get a say in this, that, and that they're mainly able to make this kind of decision while they're alive. I think it's harder when they're already passed away and then their estate makes that decision. I think that's what makes it icky. But the fact that they're, uh, that Bruce Willis is alive and able to make that decision, I think that this is a promising and a positive thing that happened. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. Hello, Shay. Welcome. Welcome to the chat. Uh, Jerome says that he feels bad for Bruce Willis. Yep. Charles asks, why would you sell the rights to yourself? If they wanted to put him digitally, that's one thing. But now you give away control. Hmm, That's a really good question. I mean, I would speculate that the reason he wanted to sell his rights is so that his estate is not confused um, when he passes away that there is a company that he actually wants to work with because let's say somebody says yeah i want them to use deep fakes but let's say it was never done and then they are allowed to do it and they don't know which company to use i think it just makes it easier on everybody else and then also he's able to make residuals even though he's making residuals on other movies he's able to make um he's able to make residuals and just make it easier for his estate I think Bob mordino said Bruce Willis is a really good actor it's sad to hear that he has health problems yeah I know I didn't even know that he had aphasia until I saw this article yep Jerome said he's probably getting paid a lot though yeah I'm sure I'm sure he's getting paid a lot especially since he's so well known. Anybody would be, uh, would be getting a lot of publicity to have him on his side. Our doc said, yeah, it's a tough break, but at least he's still able to act. Yeah, that's the bright side of it. Septian said, die hard, last Boy Scout, unbreakable hostage. Um, Unbreakable, hostage hearts war the whole nine yards looper oh yeah i remember looper that was a pretty cool movie charles said they did the same thing with when stan lee passed he said no but his peeps sold him out anyways yeah there's a lot i mean you would be surprised the the type of stars that people that have said they didn't want them to be well specifically holograms and our holograms now so Prince comes to mind. Uh, Winnie Houston comes to mind. So like I said, it's it's all about consent. And at least Bruce Willis is giving his consent. Brian said, sell the rights for the bag. I mean, the bag is important. <laughs> you know, he has kids that he needs to take care of. Johan said, I like Bruce Willis over the hedge playing rj the raccoon as a child Oh, i never seen that movie hello savage welcome Septine said they did stanley dirty yep definitely they did jerome said at the same time i would feel kind of weird knowing that it wasn't actually him in like a commercial or tv show if i was an actor acting in a project in that matter, yeah, that 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 does feel kind of weird, but the fact that they're part of the project, I think, it's a it's a good sentiment to have. That, if you think about it, is basically like uh, voice acting, right? You know, um, or like the Avatar movies where they have the dots on their head it's not really them because there's no like actual blue people right but it's the sentiment so I think that it's kind of like this as well that it's the sentiment of it that matters Johan said it's a really good kids movie okay cool thanks all right let's move on to the next article All right, so the next thing is not like an actual article article. I just want to talk about um, the Pixel 7 Pro. Full disclaimer, I am part of hashtag Team Pixel, and I do get gifts from them for free, so I will be getting the Pixel 7 Pro. Um, so just full disclaimer about that. I know that people have already talked about specs, and there's been a lot of leaks, and they turned out to be true. Um, But I do want to talk about three things that I'm excited for about the Pixel 7 Pro. So the first thing that I am excited for is using the native camera um, while using certain apps. So right now it was already with the 6a. With the Pixel 6a you were able to use Snapchat with the native camera which obviously makes it makes the quality of the image of the image and the videos um a lot better but now it's also going to be available for tiktok and for youtube which i was kind of surprised that youtube wasn't using the native camera of the pixels to begin with since it's a google company but nonetheless i'm excited about it there's a lot of um i don't make tiktoks or anything like that but there are some filters that I try out, and it just looks like crap because it's not using the native camera. So I'm excited about that. Um, the next thing I'm, ac- I'm excited to try out is Selfie Assist. So it's mainly for accessibility for blind people. When they want to take a selfie, it tells them, like, you know, move your hand up to the left or down to the right, things like that, so that they can take a perfect selfie. Um, and I just want to try it out and see how that's like, um, the voice though assistant was really annoying sounding, but I want to try it out anyways, just to see if my selfies come out better. And then the last thing is voice enhancement for phone calls. So their algorithm, when it comes to recording video and capturing a person's voice is really really good um so to be able to have that type of feature of enhancing it for phone calls i think that's going to be exciting it's not it's not going to come right out the box with the Pixel 7 pro it's going to be later on in 2012 that it's going to be available but the fact that they are making these types of uh, tweaks um to make phone calls better i think is really really good so let me know what uh, features you're most excited about in the chat. Sorry, I just got taken aback by Septian's question. Miji, did you get the cookies? The cookies? Um, no. Am I supposed to get cookies? I'm so confused (laughs) by this question. (laughs) Bob and Bordino says that he's excited about the tech specs for the Pixel 7. Yeah, the specs are really good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Spectacular Guide said hashtag Team Pixel. Yeah, Team Pixel. Charles said finally took them long enough man I still can't believe they let Apple get away with that block for so long yeah I know using the native uh, camera right that you know because we us Android users we may get we get made fun of so much because it doesn't use the native app so the native camera so yeah that's really exciting jerome said guided frame is a game changer oh that's the official name of it sorry (laughs) i just called it the selfie assist (laughs) barry said he's excited for everything the whole shebang johan said it's weird the disconnection between google and youtube is funny youtube should have should have have native camera at least Second on the list, right? It was third on the list. <laughs> uh, Johan said he likes the selfie assist for the blind. It's very thoughtful. Yeah, th- that was very, you know, warm. Warm to the heart. Jason put a cookie emoji. Don't know. What is this joke about cookies? I'm so confused. Holla, your boy said, I'm excited for the hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> There's no nut. it's just hazel. <laughs> Malik said, I'm excited to be back on stock Android. The last one I had with stock Android was the Nexus 5. Oh, wow. That's going to be a shift for you. Jason says he doesn't know about the whole cookie thing either. (laughs) Oh, Charles said, I'm guessing some Pixel super fans got cookies. Oh, okay. No, I'm not part of the Pixel Superfans, just um, Team Pixel. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next article. It's about Amazon. Amazon. So I actually found out about this through a TikTok, which I'll show you guys. So um, Amazon One is a feature that Amazon has where you can um, use the palm of your hand to make payments. So uh, the way to unlock the world powered by the palm of your hand. So it shows here that if you're in a checkout and then you wave your the palm of your hand over, hover it over this mechanism, It'll automatically make a payment to the debit card that's associated with it. And then you'll just go. It's contactless. And obviously, it's free to sign up. But I put links down below so you guys can, uh, you know, check it out. And they have over 156 locations where you can actually uh, make payments. So, payments um, over at, what's it called again? Whole foods whole foods areas yep and then i'll go ahead and show you guys a video of this in action so this woman comes up and she's like she hovers her hand over it and then there you go she was her hand wasn't fully on there so that's why it took a while but yeah there she was able to make a payment so i think it's cool because you're not using a fingerprint it's not something that you're actually physically touching and so it's more sanitary that way even though i'm seeing like specs and stuff on that that's just probably dust um but yeah i think it's i think it's interesting you're not using an rfid chip the way you sign up for it is there's um you put in your debit card you do both your right and your left palm and then you're connected you connect to your phone number so that's how you create your account It's connected to your phone number and then that's how you sign up now how to erase your information i don't know about that i don't know how you if you want to opt out after you've already done it i don't know how to do that but that's how you sign up for it let's see what you guys think about it in the chat Jerome says that it's interesting to use the palm of your hands to make payments. Jason said, "Nope." <laughs> he say no to this. Charles said, "Whole Foods, yes. This is that Whole Foods, and it's in 156 locations um, in the United States." johan said, "Nah." Okay, so he say no to this. The Hawks TV. Hello. Good evening. Brian said, don't burn your hand. Well, there's no, there's no burning of the hand in this. Uh, Tech for your says, more taps on biometric means more data on us. Yes, that's exactly what it means. Bradley said, oh boy, it has begun. <laughs> yes, it has begun. I know it feels kind of dystopian, but I'm actually kind of excited for it. And I would actually do it just because the convenience factor of not having to touch anything. And um, I welcome our robot overlords and uh, I would love for them to make me their pets when they become rulers. Please, I don't want to be in the fight. I don't want to fight you guys. (laughs) Uh, Jerome said, but my thing is, how will they know it's your account if it goes to Tyler Perry or something? (laughs) Well, then Tyler Perry paid for it. (laughs) but the palm of your hand is supposed to be um, as unique as a fingerprint so like I said it's going to be connected to your phone number and the debit card the one debit card that you attach to it yep Charles said in Sweden some people were selected to test using chips on their wrist like that. That's creepy. I actually talked about it on on the last um, live stream that there is a company um, where you can actually make payments with a chip, and it's it's used anywhere NFC is is accepted. Charles said, "That's what a watch is for." LOL. Actually. That- that's a pretty good point. <laughs> that is what a watch is for. But what if you don't have a watch? I don't wear a watch right now. And I don't I don't think that there's any watch I want to purchase right now. Bob and Mordino says, it's interesting, but I won't do that myself. Mm-hmm. The Hawk says, they don't have this at the Whole Foods in Summerlin. But it's a good idea. I would definitely try it. Barry says that he likes it. Okay, Barry is rapping in the chat as Childish Gambino said like the Whole Foods doesn't have the juice. I like I don't know how to wrap this. I'll just read it. Like Whole Foods doesn't have the juice so I have to go to, you know, Trader Joe's and have They shift for me. Victory history. Um, Brian says it will help identify who slapped who slaps who in a dispute. (laughs) That's actually funny. Um, the Hawks TV says, I wish all stores would let you tap to pay or have something touchless we can use for sanitary reasons. Yeah, I know. And we're kind of like behind the times of that because it's not like that in the EU. It's basically NFC almost everything. We're so behind when it comes to that. Hello, Maestro. I knew this was coming. It started with the fingerprints first. And, and actually, I've read some articles about this and they were like, hey, if you already use a fingerprint, why not do this too? Hey, Jojo the Techie, welcome. Yes, better late than never. <laughs> Maestro said eventually it had to evolve. Mm-hmm, yep, it did have to evolve. Uh, maestro said it kind of reminds me of hand id the tech that lg used for the g7 oh i remember that and then you could like you you could put your hand like a like a spider or like a claw and then you could like move it around and do this and that i remember that that was funny i i called it the magician the hawks tv said i'm going to be looking for this in whole foods now yeah um so with the link that i provided on there it'll tell you which locations so you could just go in there and search for your location to see if it's already there and it has like i said 156 locations hey ike's tech talk he said came in late but we upgraded to paying with our hands lol yeah with the palm of our hands no touching Charles said, I'm pissed that Samsung stopped MST. That worked on everything. I know, right? Yes, it did. I can't believe that they took that away. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next article. Um... Boston Dynamics pledges not to weaponize its robots. Several robotics companies, including Boston Dynamics, are pledging not to support the weaponization of their products and are calling for others in the industry to do the same, according to a letter shared first with Axios. Why it matters. Robots, like drones before them, have a wide range of peaceful and even life-saving uses but can be turned into war fighting machines too. Details, the open letter highlights the erosion of consumers trust in robots as among the reasons to not allow them to be used as weapons. We believe that adding weapons to robots that are remotely or autonomously operated widely available to the public and capable of navigating to previously inaccessible locations where people live and work raises a new risk of harm and serious ethical issues the company said in the letter the companies pledged n- not to add weapons technologies themselves or support others doing so and when possible they said they will review cons- cons- customers plans in hopes of avoiding those who would turn the robots into weapons in addition to exploring technical features that could prevent such use in addition to Boston Dynamics, five other firms signed on to the commitment. Agility and, uh, to the commitment. Agility Robotics, Clear Path Robotics, Open Robotics, and Unitree Robotics. What they're saying. Boston Dynamics CEO Robert Plater said in an email statement we are concerned about recent increases in makeshift efforts by individuals attempting to weaponize commercially available robots for this technology to be broadly accepted throughout society the public needs to know they can trust it and that means we need policy that prohibits bad actors from misusing it Oh. I still had this comment up. My daughter just came in and she uh, wrote on here, I got all A's. Yay! Congratulations, Haley. Get it all, all A's. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> so let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. So, Jojo the techie said, uh huh, sure they did. Until they get a big fat check from some eccentric multi billionaire. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only right now, it's only as good as their word um, that they're putting in these types of policies. So, I mean, it's a step in the right direction, but for how long, right? How long? Jerome says, well, that's good to know from Boston Dynamics. Yeah, because I've seen haven't we seen their some one of their robots being used by the police as drones? Not just for like something good, but like it was used for something bad or something like that. I I, I, I vaguely remember an article that I read a, a couple of years ago. Brian said, yep, all about that money. Oh, everybody's congratulating my daughter. Thank you. Yes, she is smart. She's very smart. (laughs) Charles said, LOL. Like, someone can't hack one. And really, what law ever stopped a jerk from being one? Yeah. these. I mean, these five companies are saying that they're going to try to put something in there where it would not allow them to add weapons to it. But... And nowadays, anything can be hacked. So, we'll see. Hey, welcome Gadget Goddess. Hey, Gigi. Jerome said, Boston Dynamics also sold the robot to a police station for use in certain functions. Right? Yes, I, rem- I vaguely remember an article where They did sell one of their drones and it was like an issue with taking down like the wrong person or something like that. I'll have to search for it. Savage said, I saw a fool put a gun on a drone, firing it in the woods. What? Did you see that as like you saw that for yourself or did you see that in an article or a video somewhere? I'm interested. Seftian says, whenever I say them robots, all I can think about is the Black Mirror episode. Yes, I remember the Black Mirror episode with um, the drone. It also reminds me of... Um, what's it called again? The Matrix animation. Animatrix, where there was um, a robot that actually fell in love with a human. It also reminds me of that too. It's like, no, I'm not going to hurt you. Uh, Jason said, I think the robot dog is open source so anyone can make their own version. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, I guess nothing's really going to stop them. Uh, Savage Scientist says, it's a popular video on YouTube. Search for gun drone. uh, Gun drone. The guy was invested by the Federales. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Jerome says, when I hear robots, I think about iRobot with Will Smith. Yep, that was a good movie. All right, let's move on to our next article. Seven default settings tech companies don't ever want you to change. Tips to keep apps like Google Maps to stop tracking you. So our devices are packed full of settings that keep us safe and secure. You just need to know which ones to adjust. The same goes for software and apps we use day in and day out. Google Chrome is safe, but you can make it even safer. Default settings are often much better for the company behind them than for you. Grab your phone and computer, then take a few minutes to improve your digital life. Number one, Apple. Stop tracking my location. Apple keeps track of where you go and how often you visit. It can then make suggestions based on it called significant locations. You might see these as calendar events or map direction alerts. Sure it's helpful, but not everyone likes it. You can clear this, you can clear this list. On your iPhone, go to Settings, Privacy, Location Service, System Services, tap Significant Location, hit the Clear History button. Number two, Alexa. Don't read my mind. Um, the Amazon Echo Monitor monitors and learns your behavior based on the requests you make through Hunches feature. Here's an example you say A word, good night and your smart speaker says you left the kitchen light on would you like me to turn it off if you don't like it there's an easy fix just say a word disable hunches and you're good to go you can also disable hunches going through the app if you're not near your alexa so open the amazon alexa app tap more at the bottom of the screen to open the menu tap on settings then scroll down select hunches use the toggle to turn it off punches. Number three, Google, don't track everywhere I go. So if you use Google Maps, you know Google sees where you go. Beyond that, Google may save where you go even when you aren't using specific Google services. You don't have to let that info just sit around in perpetuity. Sign into your Google account, click on the Google profile picture, then manage your Google account or go to your Google account page. Um, On the left, click on data and privacy. Under history settings, click on location history. You can toggle this off. Switching this off stops tracking in the future, but it would also retain a copy of your history. To completely delete your location history, click on auto-delete option. You can choose auto-delete option data older than 3 months, older than 18 months, or older than 36 months you can still manually delete anything before that. Number four, Apple, stop bugging me for reviews. Whether you love or hate an app, you can rate it or review it, but there should be no pressure or obligation. In an app, review prompts that are annoying, period. To turn these off, go to your iPhone, go to Settings, App Store, turn off in-app ratings and reviews. Number five, Samsung, I'm saying goodbye to Bixby. If you have a Samsung phone, you also have access to Bixby. This virtual assistant is not as popular as Alexa, Google Assistant or Siri. The bad news is you can't delete Bixby altogether, but you can disable it and reassign Bixby side button on your phone to do something else like launching the camera app. Here's how. Go to settings, advanced features, switch off Bixby routines, tap the side key. You can now change the function on the side button number six windows stop showing me ads microsoft places ads and suggested apps in the start menu there are enough ads online without seeing them in your start menu too here's how you turn them off go to start menu and open settings choose personalization select start from the left panel toggle off show suggestions occasionally and start and number seven Android, I don't want to share everything that I do. Usage and diagnostic data are one of the big tech lovers' ways of getting their hands on everything you do. Everything from the apps you use to the battery lifespan and daily is considered. You don't have to send out all that personal information. Opting out is easy. Follow these steps to off the usage and diagnosis of your Android. Open settings, Tap privacy, uses and diagnosis toggle the switch off there you go keep knowing your tech i hope that was helpful for you guys um definitely i think it was number number six that was the one i didn't know about about showing ads in uh in the start menu so um i definitely will be changing that because that's pretty annoying Hello, BG Tech Life. Welcome. Bradley said, no matter what you do, they can still track you. Once you're pinged to Cell Tower, they have you. Yeah, that's very true. BG Tech Life says that he's taking notes. (laughs) Hey, Kieto Technical. Welcome. Jerome Miller said, (laughs) number eight, Android, stop being all in my business. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. All right. So our last article is a Twitter one. So Twitter knows when you took a screenshot and asked you to share instead. Users are being prompted to share monetizable links instead of screen images. Twitter is seemingly working to remind people that interesting tweets are something you should click, load, and view while log onto the company ad funded service, not merely in a screenshot. That's why some users are seeing share tweet pop up whenever a tweet app notices of them taking a screenshot. Social media analysis Matt Navarro noted the two different kinds of nudges prompts on the tweet, copy link and share tweet. TechCrunch noted that some of his staff members were receiving prompts and pointed to another tweet, which Twitter provided both copy link and share tweet buttons. As writing this, I checked my own Twitter app and took a screenshot of a tweet and received copy link version. There's no dismiss option, but the pop-up tucks away after about seven seconds. So here's an image of what it looks like. Somebody took a screenshot of an article, and then it says, share tweet instead, question mark, and then you can copy the link. Um, Other R's staff has seen the share tweet and double stack versions of this prompt. Twitter makes money when people visit the site in a browser or load it in Twitter's official apps. When seen sponsored tweets or pre-roll advertisements on native videos, you users also sign up for twitter Blue subscription screenshots whether shared directly or on competing social platforms don't create revenue engaging with twitter itself could encourage people to sign up and do more of that and then here's just like you know talking about how much money twitter has made and most likely the reason why they're doing this is you know because of money. But what do you guys think about this? Have this has this happened to you guys where you take a screenshot of a tweet and then it says you know, would you share the tweet instead? Jerome said, interesting. Septian said, my favorite game to play on Twitter is to see how many prompted tweets I can block in one day. 12 is the highest score. Oh, wow. Here's <laughs> was so funny. Um, Savage Scientist said, Yep, Twitter is using a key capture routine. No different than the ones hackers are using. Hmm. Jojo the Techie said, I've seen that pop up. Jerome said, Not gonna matter. When Elon Musk buys Twitter, everything's gonna change. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of changes. Um, I haven't taken any screenshots of any um, of any tweets, so I haven't received that prompt. But I feel like it's kind of invasive, though, to be honest with you, because, like Savage Science said, they're using a uh, uh, capturing things kind of like what. Um, what hackers already use you know kind of similar to like a keylogger so I I don't know I mean what else could they be capturing besides screenshots from now on what other feature are they going to put in there now Mm, yeah I, I, I don't like this feature at all I wonder if you guys like this feature Jerome said I just realized I never take screenshots on Twitter (laughs) <laughs> yeah, same here. Yep. Sabotage says, "Yeah, similar to a keylogger." Yeah, I-, I don't like this. Snapshot also uses it. Oh, I'm not on Snapchat, so hmm. Yeah, this makes me feel icky when I when I read this article. You know, um, I think that's just. A feeling that I'm gonna keep having because can you opt out of this there's there's it, it doesn't say that you can opt out of this in this article Septian Patterson said what kind of changes are we referring to exactly y'all make it sound like Musk is, is the change is gonna change the game Um, well not so much as not so much as that he's going to change the game it's more like he can make any changes so he can take away features or he can add additional features it's really up up to him and the way that he behaves online he's kind of really impulsive so i feel like that's kind of worrisome Jerome said, "Septian, he wants to supposedly get rid of the bots. Yes, that is. That is one of the things that he wants to get rid of. Septian said, then who's going to be on Twitter? <laughs> I mean, people, humans, right? If there's no bots. Jerome Miller said, I don't really trust Elon Musk for any type of business venture. Yeah, same here. I feel kind of unsettled by his impulsivities. Savage says, I can run experiment taking screenshot with active Twitter feed versus screenshot with Twitter in the background. Okay, yeah. Jojo the techie said, "Um, Elon is too all over the place and she agrees with Jerome Miller yep yeah I agree as well. Alrighty y'all so that was my last article. I appreciate you guys being here with me today. Um, y'all don't have to go home but you can't stay here because the stream is gonna be ending. Um, I put a link over to haul at your Boys um, live stream so you guys can go over there. Um, after this is done, which is done now, yeah. Savage Scientist said I timed this perfectly. Hey, you know, I try, <laughs> but yeah, it's nine, so his stream is starting right now. Y'all can go ahead and go over there and have a good old time, a good old rest of the night. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. I really enjoyed you guys as well, and you guys have a wonderful night. I do appreciate y'all. Okay, bye. Tech Valor. Tech.